as announced, today's topic uh, will be about B corporations. So uh, B Corps, uh, maybe one or the other person has already heard about the um, concept. Um, it's a concept which is getting uh, increasingly popular, I think. You might know companies like Patagonia, Ben and & Jerry's, and uh, many, many more who, um, who, were, uh, or who are a certified B corporation. So, so what does that mean? Um, a B corporation is, is basically um, a certification issued by uh, B Labs, and uh, and it's it certifies um, whether a company is uh, is making a social and environmental impact, and and they have quite a strict assessment, I would say. The um, the and I'm sure Carrie, please correct me if I say something wrong, but I think it's called the um, the B Corp assessment. Is that the impact assessment? It's a bit shorter. <laughs> yes, the impact assessment. Perfect, and uh, and it's an, an quite an in-depth assess assessment which um, which uh, a company needs to pass. I think they need to score eighty out of two hundred points in order to get the certification and need to be recertified um, again in order to um, in order to keep their B Corp status. And um, and today we will we will talk about. Um, about B corporations and, and, and the certification itself and whether it's just another certification um, or whether it truly helps to change the business model of a company. So um, so the question which basically pops up is, is, is B Corp just another method for companies to, um, to uh, yeah, Greenwash is a strong word, but to to do marketing in order to um, in order to have a better standing in front of consumers, investors, or does it really truly truly help to to change um, their their business? And today we have uh, have Carrie with us, and Carrie is a B Corp uh, consultant, so she can give us some firsthand insights into into the concept and how it may help companies to truly become sustainable. And um, and before we jump right into it, um, I'd like to announce a brief change in, in or a, a slightly change in the format. Um, we will try to have uh, only a 15-minute conversation with uh, Carrie. While Carrie and myself are talking, um, please feel free to um, capture your open question in in Slido and vote for the ones you consider the most important so that we, after the 15 minutes are over, um, can dive right into the most important and upvoted questions from your side. And I will share the link again in a, in a second. But um, but now I, I think, uh, Carrie, maybe uh, you can say some few words about yourself and, uh, and how you became a B Corp consultant, actually. Yes, uh, thanks, Melanie. Also, thanks for having me here today. Um, yeah, so as I said correctly, I'm, I work as a BCOM consultant and trainer, which means that I guide companies on their journey to BCOM certification. And I do so through mostly, meanwhile, uh, giving trainings and workshops. So really um, enabling companies to go through the assessment and also find ways how to align the overall B Corp process with their uh, overall uh, company strategy, but also their, if they have one, um, their sustainability strategy. Um, my second key domain is impact communication and reporting. Um, so especially in the context of um, yeah, communicating the impact that companies have assessed beforehand. And um, yeah, as you also mentioned before, B Corp also um, has its own impact assessment, the B Impact Assessment. And, 
Um, so I also try to build a bridge between what the, uh, the company has assessed through the, the impact assessment and about how they how they talk about it. Um, yes, and uh, yeah, those are two, my, my two key pillars. Basically, I work self-employed since um, roughly four years and since two years, again, mainly um, as a become consultant and trainer. Yes, um, I've brought a few slides. I can I can I can show them, but I'm also happy to just have a conversation. So as you as you prefer. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we can start uh, by having a conversation, and then uh, we could share the slides afterwards to the team. Um, sure. And uh, and the first question, which which uh, would pop up uh, in my head, is is really um, the one in regards to to greenwashing. So so. If you think about B Corp certification versus greenwashing, do you see um, a risk of greenwashing for companies who are actually um, striving to become a B Corporation? Um, so, I mean, there's definitely some sort of like um, uh, inclination or like it really depends on what the company's motive is, right? So companies strive for B Corp certification for different reasons. So um, sometimes, um, the, the idea to become a B Corp can be initiated, for example, through uh, brand and marketing. Yeah. So, uh, of course, they um, look at the B Corp certification maybe through a slightly different lens than, for example, a CEO who really thinks about yeah, maybe, you know, changing the overall business model or um, yeah, finding ways on how to contribute to, to systems change. So um, I don't want to say that different departments have different mindset it's, it's also possible that um you know that there is a very holistic understanding of what b Corp certification can do for a company um so yeah which is also part of my job really to show them that um that there are different reasons to become b Corp, and that it's always best if the understanding of the certification process goes beyond you know becoming a b Corp as a project yeah um, because this is, this is, there's really some, some sort of risk that if company says, okay, well, um, you know, we see that companies like Danone or Patagonia or Nespresso becomes B Corp, you know, it, it has, it has a lot of, uh, impact to communicate that towards the market. And, um, so, so companies might want to follow and say, okay, well, you know, it, it can really bring, um, us, um, yeah, advantages for business, but then, at the same time, it can just really, um, yeah, it can just do so much more for a company. Um, and and the, the the question whether a company uses it for greenwashing or not, it really depends on how they approach uh, the overall journey. Journey. And I think you said quite some interesting uh, things now, and I'd like to to come back to two of them. Um, first, you, you mentioned that it's it really should be a journey. So the, the whole B Corp certification um, is not just a one-off uh, event and then it's like like ticking a box box and that's it, but it's really a transformation process which is uh, which which is kicked off. And second uh, aspect that it's that the journey could look differently for every company depending on on which uh, which motivation they they have. So I wonder if you could maybe um, give us an example of of two different journeys of, of a company. And, uh, and how the B Corp assessment or the, the certification process itself um, helped them in this in this journey and to fulfill their their purpose or what they were trying to achieve. Yeah, um, I remember very well. Um, there was one um, 
yeah, there was one client I accompanied for over a year. So it was a pretty intense and also a very like comprehensive process, um, guiding them through the process. And I would say um, there was um, one big challenge because um, I really felt that in the beginning they treated B Corp, you know, as that project, right? It has it has a starting date. They kind of like formed a little internal B Corp team. Yeah, there were four people involved from different departments, which generally is a great approach if you know if people from different departments uh, departments come together and work on a on a common on a common project. Um, and then they also had like, um, uh, you know, a clear goal of when this project ends, like, you know, okay, we want to be certified by end of the year, for example. Um, and so there was, of course, along the way, a lot of pressure that was created. Yeah, because um, it, the, the whole process needed to fit kind of in that very tight uh, time frame. Um, and I only uh, understood later that, um, or kind of like, it, it kind of like, um, made me understand why there was a lot of pressure because for them, the certification was also a way to kind of like, uh, in German, you would say, uh, die Brautaufhübschen. They wanted to sell the company in the end. Um, and so, you know, the, the certification was kind of like an additional, you know, asset that they wanted to create um, to make the, the company more valuable, which is fine, first of all. I don't want to, I don't want to judge, you know, on, on, on that kind of thinking. But of course, um, having having this this mindset brings in certain um, incentives, certain inclinations within within the the dynamic, and and companies are often not aware about this. For example, it meant that they were looking or paying very close attention on how to achieve points. As you were mentioning before, you need to achieve at least 80 points in order to submit the assessment and to be eligible for the certification. Um, so, um, and, and this is maybe also, let's say, um, a, a little bug in the B impact assessment. Because it is point-based, companies are always incentivized and inclined to look at the points, right? It's kind of like a built, a built in the system but kind of, and, and, and companies need to be aware about that in order to counteract this kind of dynamic. Um, and um, but but just to turn around the story and to put it into something, you know, positive. Um, I, I in the beginning I was basically one on ones or, or conducting one on one sparrings with them, and you know, being on regular calls, probably every two weeks, you know, having um, points that we discussed, and then finding ways on how they can achieve. Um, or implement new measures. So in the end, because they, they also realize that they're kind of like drifting off of, you know, what B Corp actually should do for the company. And then we came together in a workshop um, and we tried to tie in even more departments into the process and, you know, and did a lot of like educational work. We held presentations. They were kind of like, you know, also um, uh, showing what their perspective on the B Corp process is. So we're trying to like, you know, open up the perspectives within the companies, uh, within the company. And um, it helped a lot to just refocus the overall process to a more like, you know, what do we actually want to achieve with this? It's not only about, you know, getting the points and getting the certification. It's really about um, changing fundamentally, you know, some of the underlying thinkings of the company. 
And, uh, and and how did the story end? Were they able to um, to take a step a step back and to look at the at the overall goal um, instead of uh, instead of the just passing the B Corp certification? Um, yeah. So in the end, like unfortunately, I mean, first of all, I would say like the team did a great job um, in in you know yeah just talking to the colleagues and to the management. Uh, unfortunately, in the end, um, they had to withdraw that product from the market which led to the insolvency of one of the entities, um, especially the one actually that is active in Germany. Um, and so the whole process was on hold in the end. Um, it, it, it had a happy end in the end, but uh, with regards to B Corp, um, that is on hold until now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so another thing you mentioned is, uh, is the, the point system, uh, right? So, um, so that it's, it, I mean, in order to measure something in points, it actually needs to be measurable. Um, so, uh, so I think this is an interesting information or piece of information you were you were um, putting in. So I, I could dive deeper into this whole topic of measurement and how um, B Corp is, is doing um, this. Uh, but I would love to move further to the to the next question, which is more about the the challenges um, of our company. So, do you like have you experienced in your in your work with uh, different organizations that? Um, companies are um, are facing particular challenges in in uh, getting the certification, and maybe also not only about the certification, but but really um, triggering this um, this uh, yeah lasting change of the business model, which I can imagine is quite a um, quite a um, yeah endeavor, especially to get the buy-in of different parts of the organization to um, to move all the people, all, all yeah all the organization in another uh, direction is. Um, seems quite a challenging task for me. So so my question would be like, what are the challenges, but also maybe what what have you um, found to be success factors, which um, which are essential to, um, to yeah, follow or to have um, for the companies to succeed? Yeah, um, good question. So maybe first it's helpful to, um, to say that, um, of course, I mean, there are, impact-oriented companies and then there are like I would say like the more traditional um, oriented companies with the um, companies that are very impact-oriented and who have uh, or that have an impact business model um, they per se have an advantage in achieving the um, the 80 points um, because B Corp or the BIA acknowledges those kinds of business models and awards them quite a lot of points so um, because of this circumstance it also of course serves as an incentive uh, an, an incentive for companies to develop such um, impact business models right so it, it really like for for a traditional or conventional company to achieve the 80 points it's really really hard so I, I've really made the experience that even though they may have you know a very good environmental policy or even though they are really environmentally or socially aware, right? I mean, I, I've seen like three companies um, that, um, that that they really bring, or like that the management bring in the, a, fund, a, a good fundamental understanding of, of impact and how to create impact through business. And even for them, it can be super hard to achieve the 80 points because they don't have a, an impact business model. So, um, of course, the challenge here for these companies is when they embark on the B Corp journey and want to improve their points, because, of course, like they want to close the gap, right? Maybe in the first draft of the MB Impact Assessment, they 
you know, and on average, they achieve 50 points, roughly 50 points. So they have to close the gap between the 50 points and the 80 points. That is the journey we're talking about. So for them, the challenge is mainly prioritizing and choosing those measures and activities that will bring them to the 80 points. And to choose them and to identify them, that is, that is a challenge because the impact assessment is a huge thing. It's, it includes 200 questions. It includes roughly 1,000 uh, potential action steps a company can take to improve on that impact. So usually the companies are very overwhelmed and say, okay, where do we start now? Like where, how do we actually align those potential action steps with our company strategy, with our goals? And if they have a sustainability strategy, yeah, with that sustainability strategy. Um, and um, yeah, and that's the point where, where many companies or many people then just say, okay, well, we, we, you know, we focus on the low hanging fruit. Yeah, and that, which is right, which, uh, which is good to do. But that is, of course, not the only factor to consider when choosing those. Um, and I mean, this is also where my work comes in. I kind of like help them to find the relevant factors for their company, for their specific um, operation. So, um, so they can they can they can build out a a, a strategy, a B Corp strategy. Um, yeah, I would say that is the biggest challenge, and probably also the common, the most common challenge of the companies. Thank you. Um, then let's uh, start with the with the question uh, round. Let's open it up for um, for the questions for um, of the group and also the ones which were collected beforehand. Um, for everyone, please feel free to uh, post additional questions if you have not done so yet, and uh, and upvote the ones you think are the most interesting um, to you. So um, so let's see what we have here. So we have uh, one question. Um, which has been upvoted, um, which is about, well, how, how the B Corp assessment actually helps organizations to, to change their business model. Mm -hmm. So this would be the first half of their, of the question and, um, and how B Corp and, and I guess you as a B Corp consultant, how you support along the way. So you, you mentioned already that there seem to be like different activities, um, for each category, which a company can, um, can, uh, yeah do in order to to get more points is, is that also how how you would change their business model or yeah maybe you can you can drill a bit deeper into that yes so um i would say unless how unless a, <laughs> a company doesn't want to change uh, their business model you, you know you, you can become a b corp without changing the business model that's a fact yeah um so um, from my perspective, uh, going through the assessment and understanding the kind of like, you know, improvements that they could take on, that per se will not really help change their business model. But um, the, the impact assessment, um, they, what, I mean, I was just talking about the impact business models, right? If, if a company has an impact business model, then B Corp will award them additional points. And this might be kind of like an indirect way on how to like kind of like show companies in what direction they can go to or uh, to, to build an impact business model. Um, but the thing is that the assessment itself, it, it's, I mean, it's an online tool. It's, you know, it's easy to use, but the sections for the impact business models, they are pretty hidden. So 
the users of the impact assessment, they really need to dig in to fully understand basically the uh, the thinking that is underlying the, the, the impact business models. Um, and this is why I think that, you know, there's actually much more potential also for the assessment to, to guide the companies that, along that way. It doesn't do that right now. Um, and as you were um, signaling already, like, you know, yeah, I can, I, can, I can show them the potential impact business models. And I, what I can do, this is also something I did last year with that specific uh, client, um, to show them what are the two or three potential yeah, impact business models that they can really think of developing over the next couple of years. It might not be something that they will achieve until they submit the assessment, but something they should think of when they really, um, yeah, really want to live the B Corp mindset, let's say, because it's not about achieving 80 points and then, you know, the journey is over. Actually, it, it only starts then once they're certified because they should and want to become better. So just to put it um, in a nutshell again, like, yes, there are impact business models very specific. They also need to fulfill very specific requirements to, um, to be awarded uh, an impact or points for an impact business model. Um, and, but the actual like work, of course, like they had to have to do them themselves. Um, and I would also say maybe this is also something that B Corp could think of in the future, because I wouldn't say that they cover all kinds of impact business models. Um, so yeah, the, the, the range of, you know, um, of, of, yeah, of impact models is surely much broader than what is displayed in the assessment. Does I think that, that brings us, uh, right away right away to, to the next question, um, impact business model. This has, is a word which you used uh, qu quite a lot. Can you help us understand better what an impact business model is? Mm -hmm. So um, impact business model in the B Corp sense means that a company creates a very specific, um, long lasting, extraordinary um, impact with basically every product or service that they sell. Yeah, um, so it could be like a model with, I mean, you probably know Share, where with each product you buy from them, they will donate um, a, yeah, something of similar value um, to um, underserved populations, for example. Um, or it could also be that a company like reinvents an, a manufacturing process, yeah, and um, is able to substitute uh, a material that has a big negative impact with um, with a new material, yeah. So also in this case, that impact would be long lasting. It would be really something innovative, maybe something even that other companies can follow or copy from. Um, so yeah, but but the 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 central thinking to impact business model according to the B Corp uh, perspective is really to create that consistent um, that consistent specific impact. Um, with every, yeah, with every unit, with every product that they sell. Thanks for, for these examples, Kelly. Um, so next question, uh, B Corp has long been a community for front runners. Now with the Nespresso certification, it seems it's becoming a, a normal, um, yes, sustainability assessment tool. What do you think? Yes, <laughs> that's, um, it's, it's a question I've been also thinking about, uh, a lot, um, because I, I also admired the movement really because they are 
you know, I always consider them as, as a pioneer, right? Like really, you know, creating movement, creating momentum. Um, they, the movement until a few years ago consisted mainly either of impact startups, you know, smaller companies who really wanted to drive change, who had the courage to invent new business models. And so, so yeah, there is a certain break, let's say, coming with like the known on board, Nespresso, some other corporates like, you know, Body Shop um, and, and so forth. Um, and at the same time, I am, I'm really happy that this happens right now. And I don't say this because I'm, um, I'm a B Corp advocate for, for a couple of years now, um, but because I think it is something that the movement has been striving for, right? Like, you know, I've been in activist movements uh, involved in the past, and I just understand that every movement needs to come to a point where it reaches mainstream awareness in order to really fulfill their, their theory of change, like their, their vision. So um, from that perspective, I think it's a good thing that um, you know, companies like Nespresso's are, are, yeah, are part of the movement, <laughs> our movement now, um, just because it is a good sign for the movement. I think it just, um, yeah, really is a sign of success. And at the same time, um, I'm also happy that we have the discussion right now because um, it will, um, how to say, like, I, it will demand of the B Corp movement to um, yeah, to position itself, like, you know, either B Corp will remain uh, a front runner movement, or if more and more corporate companies come on board, then maybe, um, yeah, it's positioning will change, which is also fine. And, um, you know, and the front runner companies, I would also say like, you know, I don't know, Soul Bottles in, in Germany or Einhorn, I think Einhorn actually just decided to leave the B Corp movement. Um, they, they yeah, decided to 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 um, to not get recertified. Um, do you know Do you know why that is? Now no, I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, specifically for the reason, like uh, they they basically um, commented that like the requirements or the the the, the performance standards there, uh, they they think it's not, you know, it's not setting the north star anymore that it was setting before, like 10 years ago, right? Like there are new movements actually coming up, like for example, Verantwortungseigentum. I always mention them because like, uh, like steward owned uh, companies, um, they even go a step further and actually try to rethink, you know, ownership of companies. Um, and yeah, basically what I just want to say is that um, I think it's very good to have that discussion right now. I think I totally understand people who say, well, um, I, it's not a good sign that, that Nespresso and co joined the movement. Um, but I, I, I rather take an objective, like more, let's say, objective stance and just say, okay, it's good that we have the discussion. Um, it's totally okay if, if companies decide to leave the movement. Yeah. And, um, and it's totally okay if a movement, you know, finds its, its new, its new position in, in the whole change, um, debate. Um, like there's a new, just like recalibration taking place. And I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. Um, do you, do you, um, Carrie, have a question to the, to the group, um, which you, which you would like to, or which you're curious about, um, just wondered. Yes, no, that's a good question. I, I actually, I would be curious to know what your perception of the B Corp movement or B Corp is. 
was or is now. Yes. That's a good one. Anyone who wants to give it a start? No one? Tim seems to be frozen. Um, well, maybe maybe I can I can give it a start then. So um, so I'm I, I've actually read the the B Corp uh, book. So they they were publishing a um, a book um, about uh, about also how their assessment is done, which um, which dimensions uh, were considered, and um, and for me it it provides quite a quite a good good framework of the different elements uh, one has to. Um, consider in order to uh, in order to become more sustainable and and to basically a little a little bit of guidance in order to do the first um, steps. So which I think is great, but on on the other hand, the the downsides I I see is exactly exactly the things you already touched upon. On the, on the first hand, this um, this uh, yeah requirement to to gain certain points. Um, which I'm not quite sure yet how, like which aspects are rewarded with points and, and which ones are not. But um, as as yeah, when you give some or when you label something with with points, it needs to be precisely measurable. And and we all know that this is um, quite a difficult um, thing to do. So um, yeah, because because I think you should not measure um, an an action which has been um which has been conducted or which took place but rather the impact of that action and i think this is exactly um where where it gets like super difficult um and the other the other um twist is also what we what we just uh touched upon and and what uh someone of, of the community asked um more and more companies who on the first side um don't seem to be so sustainable are, mm. are getting the the certification so um yeah so so it, it feels to me like an erosion of a, of a quality um um yeah like a like a b corp always was for me okay this is um this is really a company who who has this this vision this this purpose integrated into their into their core basically and and this seems to somehow now be a bit more more softer. Um. I think it's just interesting at this point to mention that the standards itself, they haven't changed, right? They haven't changed for three years. So um, like, I totally understand, you know, your perception at this point. Um, and it's, it's really like, because there's so much happening right now, like there are new legislations coming out, like, you know, companies have a lot of pressure through the new CSRD, EU taxonomy. There's so much happening that of course like the like the the expectations also from the market and from policymakers like it, it continuously rises and whereas b corp has been like you know a very high it still is a high standard i also want to to emphasize that for an espresso to achieve the 80 points and i think they're roughly roughly you know a little bit above it um it, it took them years yeah to, to to get there so i also want to acknowledge that they have been putting a lot of effort in there um, but of course um, and also the question implies that, like, you know, B Corp has always been a movement of front runners, but maybe, you know, at this point in these times, um, that's not sufficient anymore, you know, with the standards that they have developed the last time that was three years ago and that there are, of course, right now further developing. Um, but um, yeah, I think that is something that just was, you know, needed to happen and it's going to be a, 
an interesting question on how that is going to develop in the next, I would say, I think the two next two years um, and how and how B-Lab is going to react uh, to these kinds of like movements and, uh, and developments. Thank you. And thanks for also uh, highlighting that, that there indeed uh, needs to be a change and that also Nespresso um, was, uh, was having that change and, and putting um, a considerable effort in, into it. Um, one, one question which I would love to pick up, which was uh, posted in the, in the chat um, and which I would like to pose a bit broader maybe. Um, so, so the um, B Corp assessment, the B Corp impact assessment, um, it's, it seems to be like one, one type of like rating system, uh, like there are many more other rating systems uh, out there to assess a company's um, yeah, social environmental impact. Uh, also looking at the different ESG criteria and, and rating agencies, um, which are out there who also have their own uh, rating systems who might look at different things. Um, for instance, uh, by the way, short short information, we will have uh, someone uh, joining us from InRate, which is a rating system in, in the next Impact Lunch Talk. So we will dive a bit deeper into, into that topic there. But still, um, linking uh, the rating systems which are out there with, uh, with the B Corp assessment, um, I would love to ask you uh, whether whether you know that, that the assessment assessment and, and the rating scheme which uh, which is behind is maybe used in other contexts as a, to, to look at the question which was posted um, this one was really specific in regards to um, to the B Corp certificate and the assessment if, and if it's used in the banking system um, but uh, but if you would like to answer a bit more broader just is, is this assessment used in another context at all or is it really just to gain the certification? Um, yeah, so, I mean, of course, many companies use the assessment without becoming certified. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's, I mean, it's for free. Everybody can access it. Like, you know, there, there are no hurdles, no obstacles to take. So just everybody can, can look into it and use it for whatever purpose they, 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 need, they need it for. Apart from, I mean, of course, the, the, the tool was specifically built to support a certification process. So it really serves that purpose first and foremost. Um, I don't, I'm not aware of that. I don't know, certain industries or so make use of it. Not sure if that answers your question, but um, yeah, it's uh, uh, of course like the financial sector could make use of it. I know that many financial institutions uh, are B Corp certified. So they've, you know, they may be aware of it, but um, in the end it's, yeah, it's, uh, um, it can, yeah, it can serve the purpose of the certification, but doesn't have to. It can can just simply be a tool for companies to, you know, gain a more holistic understanding of sustainability, for example, or to just understand like how they can improve on their impact. Um, yes, but there is no like, um, I would say, other specific use, yeah, uh, for for industries or so. Great, thank you. I think that answers uh, answers the question. We are also at the end of our of our time, and uh, and with that, I would like to say a big thank you to you, uh, Carrie, for giving us some insights in in the B Corp um, certification process, the the challenges, um, the success factors, the the developments and discussions which are which are happening in that in that context.